Hey, everybody, just letting you know that Mike Lindell and I, the MyPillow guy, we partnered up, and he wants to help this show, and I want to help him. If you go to MyPillow.com and order all the products you know you're going to buy, towels, sheets, blankets, robes, all these kinds of things, dog beds even, go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get the deepest discount on all these items. They're the very best of all these items. He handpicked these things, and let me just tell you, you're also going to help Truth and Radio, and you're also going to be helping Mike Lindell. Isn't that fantastic? It's a great combination that you can do right from your own home. Call 800-873-1052. That's the phone number, 800-873-1052. You can order directly on that phone number or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to put the code word Kate in. Thanks, you guys. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking Balance of Nature for three months, and man, let me tell you, it is fantastic. I sleep better. I have more energy. My mind is clearer. The trick is the way you guys process it. The nutritive value in the fruits and vegetables stays because you guys are not putting it under any heat. Dr. Howard is a wonderful human being, and sooner or later, the rest of the world is going to catch on to the good things that Balance of Nature is doing And a lot of people will get on the bandwagon. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Tried to be a normal talk show once. Worst two minutes of our lives. The Kate Daly Show starts now. We shall propose further cooperative efforts between all the nations in weather prediction and eventually in weather control. In weather prediction and eventually in weather control. Matt Mills got into lasers as a kid. It's just innately cool. Now he's part of a team of scientists and military backers on the cutting edge of a new technology, making lasers powerful enough to reach up here into the sky where a thunderstorm is just about to start. In the near future, a push-button storm starter could be a real thing. Here with more about the mission is CBS News science contributor and City University of New York physics professor Michio Kaku. Professor, good morning. We physicists are firing trillion-watt lasers into the sky to actually precipitate rain clouds and actually bring down lightning bolts. This is potentially a game-changer. By firing trillion-watt lasers, you rip apart the electrons, creating what are called ions, and these ions act like seeds, like dust particles, bringing down rain and even lightning. Realize that for decades now, these governments have been alleged to have experimented with weather control for floods, for agriculture, farmers, for people planning wedding parties, uh, football (laughs) games, you name it, outdoor events and agriculture and flooding and even hurricanes. All of them could be subject to weather modification. And even hurricanes. Flooding and even hurricanes. Even in the 60s, the CIA used this to uh, bring down monsoons during the Vietnam War to wash out the Viet Cong. Governments have been playing with this to. thing. Alleged to. Alleged to, right. Yeah. Now, yeah. No. we realize that for decades now, these governments have been alleged to have experimented with weather control. Experimented with weather control, but nothing conclusive. We shall propose further cooperative efforts between all the nations in weather prediction 
and eventually in weather control, in weather prediction, and eventually in weather control. Hi there. Welcome. Hey, Daly Show. In fact, on Friday, we had some technical issues. We weren't allowed, we were not allowed, but we, we couldn't do the show. And so we're back. And uh, man, I have my guest from Friday on today, and I'm really happy about this. Uh, and a big thank you, by the way, to Dr. Duke Pesta in the last hour. Uh, isn't he? Is He's just awesome, man. It's like the Red Bull moment. And so it's a lot of fun to always talk with Dr. Duke and catch the Dr. Duke show. It plays on my Facebook page right after this show. But right now, we're going we're gonna to turn the time, as you could probably guess from the intro, and even going back to... Uh, to uh, JFK's words on weather uh, prediction and weather modification. Um, just going that that whole opening clip, Dr. Kaku, uh, the the gentleman that that cited. Oh, hey, remember when we did this in Vietnam War? Uh, we created monsoons, and then of course the CBS bobblehead said um, uh, allegedly, allegedly. So he had to keep saying allegedly from there on out. But I always appreciate that clip because uh, he really talked about it <laughs> outwardly on mainstream media. And I don't think they knew what to do with it uh, as far as weather modification. But right now, I, I gave everybody kind of a history, uh, kind of a uh, homework assignment last Thursday and said, go to weathermodificationhistory.com and look around and come up with some questions. So we'll absolutely take some calls in this hour, 888-673-1450. But I've got the great Jim Lee on with me. And let me tell you, you've done a lot of radio shows. You have some amazing sites like climateviewer.com where your blog is and you can get all your uh, thoughts, all the things that, that you're observing right there on climateviewer.com. You can also go to climateviewer.org for the maps and, and so forth. But tell everybody how you, uh, how you got interested in this, kind of a little bit about you, Jim. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Sure. You have an excellent radio show. Thank I've you. been enjoying the past two hours for sure. Awesome. Thanks. Um, I got into this about a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really coincided with the birth of my first child and me starting to care about things more than just my personal um, bliss. Right. Um, so, <laughs> sure. uh, I, you know, I did ROTC back mm-hmm. in high school, did a whole year worth of weather, and this never came up. And I found that interesting. Um, I was born in the year of the dragon. Apparently, according to Chinese mythology, dragons control the weather. Interesting. So I guess I was predetermined to kind of just jump into this realm but um the more i learned about it the more people pushed back um the more i was determined to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is a real thing Mm. so let's just start with that allegedly and put that to rest right (laughs) now let's do um you 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 jumped ahead of me like you totally read my mind. I had Kennedy's uh, little speech up, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll just skip Kennedy okay. and go to Lyndon Johnson. Mm, okay. And Lyndon Johnson said, "From space, the masters of infinity would have the power to control Earth's weather, to cause drought and flood." change the tides and raise the levels of the sea to divert the Gulf Stream and change temperate climates to frigid. Whoa. Raise the levels of the sea. Now, this is Lyndon Johnson. This is an actual quote with references. Um, Also at Texas State University in 1962, while still vice president, he says it lays the predicate and foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather. And he who controls the weather will control the world. Ooh, so directly to that allegedly. 
Right. One of my favorite hit, um, one of my favorite reporters, since there are very few of those today, um, yeah. is a man by the name of Jack Anderson. Hmm. And um, Jack Anderson published the Pentagon Papers. Ah, okay. And he actually found out about Operation Popeye slash motor pool slash mm-hmm. intermediate compatriot. Now, it was renamed each time they figured out what the name of it was. But basically, Jack Anderson saw a note on Lyndon Johnson's um, office in, in you know the White mm-hmm. House that re- read, Laos operations continue as present plus Popeye to reduce trafficability trafficability, what a word, along infiltration routes and authorization requested to implement operational phase of weather modification process previously successfully tested and evaluated in some area. Now, he's referring to Operation Gromit, um, which had happened in the area, and the CIA, Henry Kissinger, and 19 individuals from the U.S. Navy and the U.S. Air Force did Operation Popeye weather warfare over Vietnam, which led to an international treaty. Well, first it led to Mm -hmm. hearings in the U.S. Senate in 1972, um, which then led to, because they wanted to know, hey, we can control the weather, and B, you didn't even tell the Secretary of Defense. Um, And this led to an international agreement at the United Nations called the Environmental Modification Convention. Or NMOD, E N M O D. Was it? This was, is this, a was this? Ban, like, was this? Was this sponsored by? Warfare. Was this sponsored by Kissinger, CIA? Yeah, CIA and okay. Kissinger, okay. Um, along with 19 individuals um, from the Navy and the mm-hmm. Air Force, did uh, silver iodide and lead iodide cloud seeding over Vietnam. They sprayed lead on on them and as the well as Agent Trail. Orange. Wow. Um, and that was the the idea was to make mud not war was the slogan, <laughs> and they were trying to muddy the Ho Chi Minh Trail to make it to where the Viet Cong couldn't you know right. move supplies. So this is not an uh, allegedly, um, yeah. of course, fake news. That's <laughs> totally fake news. Right. Um, and and it's well documented. I have an original scan of the original documentation. Um, from Linda Johnson's uh, desk and the Pentagon paper um, subsequent to that on weathermodificationhistory.com. So these are the kind of visceral, you know, just Mm -hmm. punch you in the gut. Facts can't be disputed straight out of the horse's mouth. Right. You know, how can um, it be a theory at this point? (laughs) I don't understand. Yeah. yeah, they need to jump over this conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. um, and and it's it, very important to me that that's where we go with this, that we keep this grounded in facts, be pragmatic, because as the slogan on weathermodificationhistory.com goes, mm-hmm. those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I was I was thinking about India, you know, I was looking at India's past and they had like two floods going all the way back to the 1940s and 1930s. And then all of a sudden, when we get back to this last decade, every year they have major flooding going on. And of course, they're going to blame this on climate change, which is hocus pocus, but um, and just absolutely ridiculous. But the human they, cause they should be blaming China. And <laughs> there you go. My, my la- and this is a fact. My uh-huh. last video on YouTube, if you look me up on YouTube, look for mm-hmm. Jim Lee Climate Viewer. You'll okay. see my channel. It's about 22,000 subs. Um, my last video was on China, 
And China originally had planned in 2018, I started covering this, to cover the entire Tibetan plateau in cloud seeding generators. Um, Now, these go all the way back to 1949. Irving P. Crick Mm -hmm. um, invented them. Um, Cloud seeding was invented in 1946, General Electric Labs. Um, And then he invented a way to do it. On, on mountaintops using basically propane tanks on the ground that would burn silver iodide, which would make this cloud seed something for water to stick to, that the wind would carry it up over a mountain and then, you know, produce artificial snow. Hmm. Um, this process is called snowpack augmentation. Hmm. Um, so the Chinese wanted to put up 1,000 cloud seeding generators Whoa. Now that has expanded to 100,000 wow. cloud seeding generators. Really? Um, in 2018, they said they wanted to cover an area three times the size of Spain. Oh, my God. Today, they have now expanded their operations to twice the size of India. Wow. In 2020, oh China was hit with the most monstrous floods Uh, biblical floods. Now, the Tibetan Plateau not only feeds most of China, like the Yangtze River, the Yellow River, and all that, it also feeds all the rivers going into India. So, it is not a coincidence Mm -hmm. that India and the whole Southeast Asia is getting flooded. And this really is going to lead into what we're going to talk about later, which is geoengineering, that weather modification on a large scale Mm -hmm. can have long-term effects, transnational, transboundary effects that um, potentially could lead to war. Um, And that's really where the Weather Warfare Ban of 1978 NMOD has a gray area because it only says military and hostile, long-lasting intent on doing damage. So that's what it bans. It doesn't ban countries trying to make rain in their own country. So they provided caveats for themselves and uh, and rules for themselves that really aren't going to mean it. Because they're going to use this in any which way uh, they can and have been. And that's really the point is we need to wake up to this. I'm going to be right back with the amazing Jim Lee. You don't want to miss this episode at all, so just park the car. I'm telling you, this is fascinating stuff. WeatherModificationHistory.com, ClimateViewer.com. Be right back with Jim Lee. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly Show, an exciting episode um, with my guest Jim Lee from weathermodificationhistory.com. Amazing stuff. He's like a fountain of knowledge when it comes to weather modification, and I'm so grateful for it. So if you've ever thought this was a theory, please get that out of your head. This has been substantiated so many times, it's just insane. I also wanted to mention go to mypillow.com and order some products for Mother's Day and Father's Day coming up, and for yourself. They have a two-for-one on sheets. The sheets are amazing. Everything is amazing that they
they that they offer. I cannot believe the high quality. And believe me, they scout these items out. Um, when you do so, you'll be supporting Truth in Radio, the show, and Mike Lindell, the new movie, A Scientific Proof, about all the election fraud. And yes, on this show, we say election fraud because it happened, and nobody's that dumb to believe it didn't. Uh, and so, make sure you go over to MyPillow.com and support the show, support Mike Lindell, but you'll also get fantastic products like the MyPillow products. Uh, MyPillow, uh, the assortment of MyPillow is online. You can't even get it in stores. The assortment that they have, and if you have a snorer in the family, get the blue or the green pillow. Both are amazing and work well for snoring and, and kind of keep the snoring at bay, which is awesome. Um, go to MyPillow.com and uh, enjoy. You're going to love me. Um, so, um, and put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E. You'll get 30% off and two for one on the awesome, incredibly uh, Giza cotton sheets that are amazing. All right. So I'm back here with Jim Lee. Where do we go from here? Holy cow. <laughs> Where do you want to go from here? Well, I've already got my pillows. Okay. So, um, well, there you go. <laughs> there you um, go. I love it. So, so let, let's, let's just kind of jump forward in time. So, you know, after, after the weather war ban in 1978 in mod, mm-hmm. um, there was a, there was a dude Right. Well, this back to JFK, restoring the quality of our environment. This is really when the idea of climate change kind of hit the mainstream of mm-hmm. the you know, presidential office. Okay. Um, and then you come forward to a guy named Cesare Marchetti in 1977. He coined the term geoengineering. <laughs> so for those who don't know what geoengineering is, mm-hmm. it is the idea. All right. Imagine a world where they've been modifying the weather for over 121 years. And nobody knows about it. It's just a conspiracy theory. But now, because global warming, because science, Mm -hmm. because a computer told them so, sounds a lot like something recent. Oh, yeah, that's called COVID-19. So what do they have in common? Technocracy, these technocrats, these scientist Illuminati, these enlightened individuals with their computer models, they create fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And they move policymakers based on fear, uncertainty, and doubt. So policymakers, you know, are scared to death because technocrats say computer models say 2 million Americans dead COVID-19. Right. Even Trump is like, I got to shut down the economy. Okay. We can't have that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I said that month, March, 2020 on my YouTube channel, this is all a hoax. You know, the numbers are way overblown. Um, And, you know, of course I got all the poo thrown at me that, you know, I expected, but Hey, when you're, you get the most flack when you're over the target. So true. Um, But these computer models, COVID-19 and climate change, they're about extremely complex systems that we know very little about. Mm -hmm. We know very little about the climate. Um, There is not a person listening to this show who has not seen the weather report a week from today or, you know, made plans and then had the weather completely changed because the weatherman didn't know what was going to happen next week. So how could they possibly predict? Well, they say, well, it's easier to predict climate. Um, Also a lie. So Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. um, has re-signed the Paris climate agreement, the Paris Accord, COP21, COP21. Trump canceled this thing on day one. Mm -hmm. And what people don't realize about this agreement is that it's an idea to 
you know, as they say, limit the heating of the planet to 1.5 degrees Celsius. Wow. In 1961, in a weather and climate modification, you know, um, report, they said we could melt the Arctic if we raise the temperature of the planet by 1.5 degrees Celsius. Oh, by the way, water vapor from planes should be enough to do that. Hmm. Um, and of course, that brings up the entire subject of chemtrails, which we won't open that genie just yet. Probably right. would touch on it some right before we get done. Um, but the idea that plane farts, <laughs> that clouds making plane, um, mm-hmm. planes making clouds mm-hmm. actually trap heat and they insulate the planet to where heat can't escape back out to space, and they have the greatest effect on the Arctic. So if you look at weathermodificationhistory.com, what you'll realize is that since 1889 with Jules Verne talking mm-hmm. about making a cannon to you know blast off and tilt the Earth's axis to melt the poles, to 1921 with Carol Livingston Riker saying, let's make nuclear powered, you know, propellers mm-hmm. to move right. warm uh, currents up to the Arctic. They have been planning for a hundred years to ar- melt the Arctic. Mm. And then you have what's called, and then you can Google this in quotations, the new cold war. And it's between Russia and America over drilling rights in the Arctic. So imagine the hypocrisy of, you know, the two two largest, you know, countries on the planet, mm-hmm. most powerful countries in the world, right. fighting over oil and gas in the Arctic, but we want to save the Arctic. <laughs> so the, the hypocrisy is there. The climate accord agreement that Biden signed also is a huge hypocritical statement, but it's more important that people understand they it's fundamentally flawed, intentionally flawed. Mm. They know that they cannot meet the goals that they are talking about. So they are talking about geoengineering as a stopgap. Now, there's two forms of this stuff. One's called carbon sequestration Mm -hmm. or carbon dioxide removal, CDR. The other one's called solar geoengineering. The first one, that's what trees do naturally. If we just planted a bunch of trees, they'd suck the CO2 out of the air. If we quit cutting them down and burning the forest, we had climate change in the 1930s. It was called the Dust Bowl. To stop the climate change in the 30s, we planted 220 million trees in America. Okay. It was called the Prairie, um, the Great Plains Shelter Belt. It's the largest response to a climate emergency in history of the United States. Today, we should be doing that. We should be planting trees if they're so worried about it and getting the plastic out of the ocean. They don't care about pollution. They they care about scaring people and making, controlling people, and more right. importantly, controlling rainfall. And always putting so, it out a decade away. Because if you do it 20 years, 20 years doesn't make people act. But if you say we're going no. to die at the end of every decade, which in my lifetime, they've said it every single decade, we were either going to be popsicles or fried eggs on the sidewalk every decade. Now, if I have to look at my life, I've never, ever, ever been a victim of climate change. But they've told me every no. decade I was going to die. So there you but go. If, but if you check AOC's yeah. TikTok right now, I'm sure there's a counter running <laughs> right. that will tell us exactly how right. long we had to live. So right. Why care about any of this anyway? Um, So the problem with geoengineering is that it is cloud seeding in the stratosphere on a worldwide scale. It is dumping chemicals into, you know, 
30, 40, 50,000, 60,000 feet to reflect sunlight or dim the sun. So Tucker Carlson just recently, and I was kicked back in my chair with glee that finally somebody in the mainstream media had mentioned geoengineering, let alone Bill Gates. Um, So true. Bill Gates is actually working... with a guy named David Keith, and they only mentioned um, Harold Koich. Um, but uh, David Keith and Ken Caldera are the top two geoengineers on the planet. Bill Gates has this thing called Pfizer, the Fund for Innovative Climate Energy Research. He dumps money in this big barrel, and they hand it out to all these technocratic scientists who come up with ideas to block the sun. So their ideas include dumping aluminum, mm-hmm. titanium, calcium, um, sulfur is the number one choice, and then diamond dust. Now, mm-hmm. all of these ideas are to create a protective barrier in the sky that will keep the sun from, you know, heating up the planet. The problem is that they're trying to mimic volcanoes like the Mount Pinatubo eruption that they're modeled after. Um, the problem with that is that even when volcanoes go off, the same thing is going to happen. It changes rainfall patterns on a worldwide basis. Generally speaking, the southern hemisphere gets drier, the northern hemisphere gets wetter. So we're talking about more monumental floods where we live mm-hmm. and all of the poor brown people and, of course, right. the Australians. Um, they're they're going to be, you know, desert. So as they put it in the geoengineers Google group, we need to figure out how to pay the dead people. Mm. David Keith, in an admission, it's on climateviewer.com slash geoengineering. You can hear it from his own mouth that many tens of thousands of people will die if we implement geoengineering, that if we block the sun out. Um, but this is the thing that should scare. And I mean, I don't understand why more conservatives, more Republicans, um, more religious organizations, they should have God should control the weather, not man. Exactly. Um, why more people don't have an understanding of what the agenda behind climate change is and what their solutions are, because they're scarier than anything they're talking about. Right. Their solutions will directly lead to the deaths of possibly millions of people. Yep, absolutely. And once you stop, you cannot start. I mean, once you start, you cannot stop. It's one of those things, uh, they call it the double catastrophe theory, that once you begin geoengineering, that if you, termination shock, that if they stop doing it, then, oh my God, climate change is going to exacerbate enormously and there'll be, you know, biblical Mm -hmm. hurricanes and tornadoes and it's going to rain cats and dogs and fire, you know. So that's the problem we face is that people don't understand anything about weather modification. And now they're taking it to this next level. And the first time I've ever heard it mentioned was literally like two days ago on mainstream media ever. Mm, You know, you're right. You're right. I was actually shocked, too, because they don't ever talk about it. This is something that even CIA Brennan, that hack, uh, got on and talked about it freely. But you don't see you don't see the news, uh, the news media ever attack this. And uh, I remember when David Titley, the Navy um, admiral, wrote the report. He was at 2015 or 16, wrote it for Obama that that oceans would rise. And it's like they love these scenarios. And then the, the, the blame is always climate change. 
That's the blame. But really and truly, they're screwing with things. <laughs> this is why they're, this is why I think this is what they're doing. Uh, they're screwing I, with I it. I right? always say the same thing to these individuals. Don't talk to me about climate change mm-hmm. unless you know about the climate changers. Ooh, boom. I love that. That's perfect. I'm going to have to steal because that one. I love these, that. Yeah. These people have been controlling right. the climate or attempting to control the climate for 121 years, documented mm. on. We have 875 newspapers going back to 1800. Oh my on gosh. weathermodificationhistory.com. Click on newspapers. Wow. It'll blow your mind. Okay, it's on the top menu bar. We're going to we're going to go to a break. We're going to come right back to this, but I thought it was the early 1900s at the guy in San Diego. That's not the first that's not the no, first we, time. We go way back before that and we cut it off at the 1800s because you could go back to the Civil wow. War and gunpowder making rain. But, you know, we got to start somewhere. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. And, OK, we'll be right yeah, back. We'll... More with Jim Lee from weathermodificationhistory.com or you can go to climateviewer.com. A whole lot more information there with his blog. Um, you can get it on the daily. So uh, climateviewer.com. Be right back with Jim Lee. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Blame it on the rain. Welcome back. Uh, you know, a little Millie Vanilli. They were, they were fake. <laughs> And so now we get to see who the the climate changers are and how much we're being um, lied to and meddled with. And and, uh, I'll tell you what, it's so huge. I wish people could understand how much we're being lied to today. In fact, you can see probably we're going to have a lot more of these occurrences like we did under the Obama administration in particular. And then, of course, with the Obama-Iden administration, I do believe this is his third term. Um, We're going to see more, I have a feeling. But I want to ask Jim Lee about this in just a moment. Make sure you go to Balance of Nature nature.com balance of nature is a fantastic product 31 fruits and vegetables and you can get it in caplet form this product is amazing i did my homework on it and you'll love it and so go to balanceofnature.com. the code is kate you'll get 35 percent off and free shipping just do it this was this is one where i say you've just got to do it because it, it, it honestly it's it's it'll impact your health in such a great way um, that if you're fighting things or you have some some things that you're dealing with this is the product to take balance of nature uh, back here with jim lee from weather modification History.com and climateviewer.com. Um, I love this because you delve into this so much. We're actually going to be doing probably a part two next week with Jim, and you can get some questions ahead for him as well for next week. Um, but I'm I'm really excited you're on, Jim. And my big question for you is: How do you tell the difference between a manipulated event and an actual um, natural event? Is there any clues? Are there any clues? I should say. Well, usually the the biggest clue goes to is is they project. Okay, Mm -hmm. they always project a lot on mainstream media. Um, You know, being that almost all of them have a CIA operative in the house. Yep. um, That's that's how you know that 
something's going down whenever it's, you know, being a, a narrative network is being created. It's called perception management um, or psychological operations in the military. But perception management, you know, the idea of mind control with words, um, that's the number one clue. But I needed something more visceral than that. And, you know, especially with this geoengineering idea being floated as a solution to global warming, um, the New Green Deal is the tip of the iceberg. Um, when you're talking about dimming the sun on a worldwide scale and how that could lead to, you know, World War Three, mm-hmm. literally, right? Um, and that the Chinese are currently doing that. Um, that we have what's called accidental geoengineering, that planes are whitening the sky, and that um, international shipping is creating ship tracks that cover the entire Pacific Ocean in artificial clouds. They want to call that accidental geoengineering. So. Can you tell the difference between intentional geoengineering and accidental geoengineering? Can you tell the difference between a bad weather event and a weather warfare event? Mm-hmm. And so we look at the past. Those forget the past are doomed to repeat it. Vietnam, uh, Operation Popeye, Silver Eye Died, Make Mud Over Ho Chi Minh Trail. CIA, Henry Kissinger, um, Project Nile Blue, you mentioned it last week. Mm-hmm. Kill Castro sugar crops by making it rain in the ocean, not on the island. Um, Iranian general, Israel and surrounding countries are stealing our clouds. Um And the UAE, the United Arab Emirates, are currently the top dollar spenders on the planet in weather modification research. So there's a lot of truth to what they're actually saying. Mm -hmm. So how do you tell the difference between weather warfare and benevolent, as they Mm -hmm. like to say, weather modification? Well, the only solution is to take the weather modification, the weather warfare ban and give it some teeth. When they when they banned upper atmospheric nuclear explosions um, with the limited test ban treaty in 58. Mm-hmm. Um, they created what's called the International Monitoring System, and it's a series of seismographs, infrasound recorders, and, a, an entire network of sensors to detect the faint signatures of a nuclear blast so that if Kim Jong-un sets off a nuclear bomb, we can triangulate it and know exactly where it occurred, know that somebody violated the treaty. Mm-hmm. When they banned weather warfare, they never created a way to catch somebody in the act. Mm. So I've proposed what I call the Environmental Modification Accountability Act, NMOD AA, hashtag NMOD AA, E-N-M-O-D. You can read the uh, my solution to this at climateviewer.com slash E-N-M-O-D, NMOD. Um, nice. But it's, it's a pretty simple solution. Um, transparency and verification. So in America, at following the, the weather warfare ban, well, just before in 1976, we had the Weather Modification Reporting Act of 1976, which requires anybody modifying the weather in America to report it to NOAA. There's an initial claim form. You fill out a sheet of paper, and then there's an interim and final report that you fill out, um, and that's it. That's all you need okay. to do. And then there's a state-by-state cases. All of these laws in America are documented on the front page of weathermodificationhistory.com. Um, interestingly enough, in the state of Washington, uh, uni- college universities and all kinds of stuff are exempt from reporting weather modification activities. Regardless, hmm. um, the solution is transparency and verification. So you create an international registry of atmospheric experimentation. 
you require that anybody on the planet who intends to modify the weather, whether it be space weather like HARP, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it be rain, you know, any type of weather to create clouds. Uh, The military specifically creates clouds to block out um, satellites in space Mm -hmm. and to increase nighttime operations. Um, So we have the night vision goggles. We create clouds. We block out the moon. The Iraqi Republican Guard can't see a thing. They come out with their hands up. Everybody saw that. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do we know when somebody is not reporting? The purpose of the reporting is that you give a 48-hour notice beforehand. If you're a corporation like Weather Modification Incorporated, um, Western Weather Consultants, um, you know, even Oliver's Travels says they'll guarantee you a rain-free um, wedding day oh, for 100,000 pounds. So they, those people will all have to report 48 hours before they modify the weather. And if they end up creating a storm that kills somebody or damages property, mm-hmm. you can sue them in a court of law because they said it beforehand. Jeez. And then you can see it before and after. We have transparency. Wow. But then how do we catch the bad guys? How right, do we right. catch the secret government programs? We create an international monitoring system just like they did for nukes that monitors everything from the electromagnetic spectrum mm-hmm. to what's coming down in the rain. So you get a particulate samples of, right. is there silver iodide in here? Carbon black dust is one of the number one choices of military operations. Um, the Russian military used bags of concrete to wow. do no cloud seeding. One of these bags actually fell through the roof of a house. It's pretty funny. Oh my um, gosh, are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God. Um, The Chinese military likes to use rockets as well. Um, They tried to make it stop raining at the Beijing Olympics, failed miserably. It was kind of funny. Um, But regardless, in in Russia, in China, Philippines, um, India, the military handles the weather modification in those countries. In America, most of the weather modification is done by corporations. So to catch the bad guys is you need an international sister monitoring system. But, but, but wait a minute. We have that for radiation, and during the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear meltdown, they just turned the EPA's radnet off. So you don't want the government to be able to have control of this. Mm-hmm. You want an international governmental and satellite network to detect weather modification or geoengineering. But I propose having a climate viewer in your backyard A citizen-powered network of cloud-watching, rain-sampling, electromagnetic spectrum-watching, reporting in real time, a double-check, you know, trust but verify. So we have two systems network to get, you know, not linked together, but to compare data. And if if you modify the weather and you didn't report it to the International Registry, Clearly, you're up to no good, and you just violated the NMOD treaty. Interesting. So, okay. Wow. So that's my solution to this okay. weather warfare conundrum like and this geoengineering idea going forward. Um, back to the CIA very quickly. CIA in Vietnam, CIA in Cuba, CIA um, likely involved even with Iran. Mm-hmm. Um, so... How do we? Alan Robach is a geoengineer, and the CIA approached him. And you can read about this. CIA Alan Robach, Google it. And he, um, 
he was approached by two guys that was said they were working for the CIA, and they said, if another country was modifying the weather over America, would we know it? Mm-hmm. And his his response was, in my head, I'm thinking they're actually asking if we were to modify the weather over another country, would they know it? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, said, you're right. You're right. Probably. I, I said, Alan Robach, I said, probably so because of the amount of chemicals you'd have to dump, yada, yada, yada. But Diane Seidel from NOAA at the American Meteorological Society's um, annual weather modification convention in 2015 said, for a fact that because of natural variances in climate, how little we understand about it and how crappy our instruments are, there's no way we could tell the difference between geoengineered weather and natural weather. Hmm. So they have this plausible deniability. They have 121 years of history of controlling the weather. Um, All these dark agendas just right there in, you know, transcripts on historical websites. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is from TexasArchive.gov, you know, talking about Lyndon Johnson. So when you when you think about all of this as a whole, you realize that there is power to be had. And anybody who can, can harness that power is going to use it. It's, it's, the, it's the, the one ring to rule us all, if you no, know what it's I mean. So true. Have, um, have we had a lot of whistleblowers with chemtrails come forward? Because it seems like we're kind of short on that as far as that goes. Uh, not a ton of people, it seems to me. But I know there have been people that have tried to come forward. <laughs> Right. The, the, the true story of chemtrails is is a whole show unto itself. But let me put it this way. Bill Gates isn't just doing geoengineering. He's also one of the world's largest farmers right now. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest stories that people are not talking about is called biofuels. Now, I went to the Washington, D.C. I spoke at an EPA hearing on airplane pollution because Obama was going to try to regulate greenhouse gases as coming out of planes. And they said, you know, if you believe planes are endangering human life, lives, you know, write us and we could possibly have a hearing. I was the only person on the planet to write them. Um, And I said (laughs) I I wanted a hearing. And um, uh, a senior policy person from EPA tried to talk me out of it. I said, no, I think I'll have a hearing. The recording of that is hilarious. It's on my YouTube (laughs) channel. Um, So I I took a train up to D.C. I was on Uh C-SPAN. And, um, you know, basically I laid out the, you know, you guys should stop dumping metal particles Mm -hmm. and making clouds because that has more of an effect on human health and climate than any greenhouse gas ever will. Right. And um, interestingly enough, while Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are duking it out, the Obama administration, the United Nations International Civil Aviation Organization, ICAO, mm-hmm. China, and the European Union all agreed to use biofuels for contrail control. Whoa. And this is this is gas gasoline you know fuel alternative fuels as they put it um everything from algae to um the camelina plant um you know different crops that are used as fuels to regulate soot production and carbon black dust coming out of planes so they can regulate when they create clouds finally i i interviewed the the head of the federal aviation administration's aviation climate change research initiative acri ACCRI. And he said, we want to make clouds by day, none by night. Whoa. I love, oh, wow. Okay. One last question for you. Where does this lead? What do you, what are we going to see next couple of years? 
because we only have about a minute left. What we're going to see over the next couple of years, especially if Biden makes it all four, um, is that this narrative is going to be pushed to a, you know, just like with anything, you know, never let a good disaster go to waste. Um, <laughs> oh, Rom. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're going to push this narrative as, uh, to a fevered pitch, right. just like they, they're pitching the race war. God bless right. you, Tom McDonald, for those who haven't ever heard him. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the race war, they're going to push the climate war and say that every single you know twister, everything that happens is because climate change, and therefore you shouldn't be allowed to burn wood in Oregon. When one tanker crossing the ocean, bringing all that plastic crap from China to your local Walmart produces more CO2 than every single car on the planet does in a year. Amen. One ship. (laughs) Amen. Jim Lee. I cannot wait to have you back and hopefully it'll be next Monday. So we'll work on that. Jim Lee was blown away by your hour. Thank you so much. What a fantastic guest. And I I thoroughly enjoyed it. You're epic. I love this. And of course, go to weathermodificationhistory.com. You'll see so many wonderful headlines there. And then, of course, climateviewer.com and climateviewer.org. Thanks again, Jim Lee. That was fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, All right. I'll be faithful. Be fearless. See you back here tomorrow. Lots of great guests this week. Holy cow. I love it. Um, Everybody see you tomorrow.